Hello, welcome to Podcast with my ex. My ex is Honor Eastley. My ex is Peter C. Hayward. You always forget to say me. <laughs> I know, because I expect you to talk longer. Also, I have you on Skype and your name on Skype is is Hey Wharf. And I, I, every time I say your name, I nearly say Hey Wharf because I'm, look, I'm looking straight at it. <laughs> so my, I, I lost my original Skype login. And so now I'm Peter C. Hey Wharf. On everything else, I'm Peter C. Haywood except for Skype. Uh, so if you want to add me on Skype, uh, go for it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's me on Skype. Only really on here to talk to to talk to SJ. Uh, so this is a podcast in which uh, two exes sit down and discuss their lives. How's your life going? Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty good actually. Yeah. You know what? I today I rode my bike. Yep. A bunch of places. This is not a diary. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what I was going to say. Okay. So, for the past three or four months, I've been just kind of like constantly sick. Sick of your shit. I think it might have something to do with the mold that I just got removed from my house two days ago. Wait, what? But, what what's this mold? Oh, yeah. We have mold in my house and it just got, it just got removed. Yeah, okay. That, okay, cool. Carry on. But... It's also because I just I just kind of like work too hard, and um, this is not it's not a diary. It's also not a job interview. No 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just a perfectionist. <laughs> I work too hard. I I give no, too no, no. much. I just I just try and do too like more things than I should, and my body doesn't like it. I've been getting sick, and then not getting better, and then getting more sick, and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So about two weeks ago, I finished a thing. And then I was like, great, there really isn't any more big things that I need to really worry about. I'm going to take some time off. Yeah. And I realized today I went around and rode my bike and I haven't really ridden my bike extensively or excessively, so I shouldn't be really fit. <laughs> okay, question. I shouldn't be really fit. How do you ride your bike expensively? No, 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 no. Excessively. Right. Excessively. I haven't ridden my bike heaps, but I found that today, even though I was really hot and sweaty, I I felt like I felt good riding my bike. I was like, oh, this is what it feels like to feel well. This is nice. I want to make fun of you, but also that is lovely and, and important. I was so sweaty today everywhere. Everywhere. All up in, in it all. Good. Yeah. The kind of sweat down your <laughs> butt crack sweat. Do you want to talk about the letter you got today? How do you know what letter I got today? <laughs> so you remember, you remember when we broke up and uh, I kept going through your mail? That has not stopped. <laughs> Did I really tell you about the letter I got today? Can, can I can I read the conversation? <laughs> what? Okay. <hang> on. <laughs> Did I tell you and then immediately forget about it? Uh, and I'm just gonna pull up the conversation. <laughs> so I. <laughs> Here we go. I read it out to. The, I'm, I'm staying with my friends Josh and Mon in Canberra. I'm doing. I'm about to leave Australia, so I'm doing a big, uh, a big tour of Australia. Say goodbye to everyone. I'm staying with some friends at the moment. Okay, here we go. Uh, yo, I'm around whenever. So th that's me. Yo, I'm around whenever. You just got home. I'm cooking, cooking down. I think you meant cooling down and turning on the computer. Me, awesome. I'm in no rush, so take your time. You, okie dokie. My computer's been crapping out a bit, so we'll see how we go. Me. Does this sound okay? You. Yeah, I think that sounds okay. I got a letter saying I need to get a pap smear. Okay, my computer's <laughs> freaking out. 
there was no context for it. It wasn't like, hey, let me tell you about my mail. It was me saying, hey, are my levels okay? You, yes, they're okay. I got a letter saying I had to get a pap smear. It was just such a non sequitur. And then you just immediately left again and apparently forgot that you sent it at all. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is a pap smear? <laughs> are you serious? Why, why would I need to know that? I don't put it in porn and I don't get them. Do, should I get them? No. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Are you actually serious that you don't know what a pap smear is? Like, I know it's a woman thing. Oh my god! You don't know what a pap smear is! Is it a period? Is that what that is? Wait on, are you are you being serious? <laughs> I don't know what a pap smear is. No. Is it menopause? Holy fuck, you're serious! <laughs> no, wait on! You can't be! Is it the thing with the duck? You are just I don't being a little shit now. I'm like fifty percent joking, but I genuinely do not know what a pap smear is. Okay, what do you think it is? Okay. You know a yeast infection? thrush yeah yeah i assume it's no i don't assume it sounds to me i know this is wrong but it sounds to me like something you smear to avoid thrush wow like a a pap sounds like a bakery thing i don't know what it is no wow i'm actually really surprised that you don't know this like you just seem like a person who knows things and this is a thing that you don't know yeah, but like, okay, so if I if I had to, if, if, you know, gun to my head, I had to say what it does. I'd say it's when a doctor checks to see if your pap has been smeared. I don't know. Wow. I'm trying wow. to come up with anything. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to, like, this is going to be a very poor, like, explanation, <laughs> probably. Yep. Yep. So feel free to correct me, anyone else who has a medical degree um, or basic knowledge of the human anatomy. <laughs> No, hang on. Wait, that's not fair. I know the human anatomy. Oh, oh, I'll tell you something I do know about a pap smear. Yeah. When a woman is when a woman is a virgin, this is what I heard once, this could be wrong, they don't have to get a pap smear, but then once they're sexually active, they have to get them for the rest of their life, even if they've only had sex once years ago. That's kind of sort of not true. Right. From my understanding. Does it have to do with a speculum? A speculum sounds right. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what a speculum is? Uh, again, I could guess. Wow, I just really thought you would know what a speculum is. Okay, what's a speculum? So, my, my two guesses are that they're a bit like the, the paddle pop stick that the doctor puts in your mouth and gets you to say, ah, but for a vagina. <laughs> or <laughs> it's like... pretty on point. Or it's like a metal, like, clampy thing that you... Oh, so, like, the stuff that I'm imagining, I'm like, that can't be right. Like, you put it inside and then, like, pull the, the levers together and it opens up the vagina. That can't be right. Yeah, that's right. That is it? That is it. That sounds awful. So it's kind of basically like a paddle pop stick before your vagina. Yeah. Do you have to say ah? It's kind of like backwards tongs. Right. Yeah, okay. That's what I was imagining. Like a cross between scissors and tongs, but yep. backwards. Yep. And then and then they, they open up and put a baby yeah. in there. Is that how babies are made? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, like, it probably is part of how babies are made. <laughs> In all honesty. Like, if you were going, like, IVF, like, I feel like a speculum has got to be used somewhere. So, a speculum, they're not very comfortable, particularly when they open them up. But I remember one thing my mum said about them. Before you keep going, do they open them up vertically or horizontally? So, they're kind of like... Like vertically, 
Okay. But they're kind of like a little circle. They're like curved. Yeah. So they just like open up. But like if vertically. if 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 the vagina if the if the pussy was a mouth, like someone on the on their on their turning their head to the side and and the vagina is like a mouth, would they be? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> would, would their would their chin be moving down, or would the edges of their lips be stretching out? The edges of their lips would be stretching out. Oh, that sounds awful. Not really, because like, you know, that's just like that's just your labia. That doesn't really have to do with this, sh- like, you know, that's not the actual shape of the vagina. Right. I do. I'd like to point out for any listeners <laughs> at home. Wow. I do. I do know. Like, I can't believe we had sex. <laughs> yeah. No. Not very well. Um, like more than once. Yeah, four times, and they were all pretty awful. Uh, I don't. Ow, that hurts my feelings. Does it? I mean, I assume it's a joke, so no. Okay. I mean, like I, yeah. No, we had we had good sex. Okay, I, good. All I right. had I had good sex, and you were there for bits of it. Um, I had a great time. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about the best sex I've ever had, and you're definitely in the top three. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no. What I mean by that is I was specifically wow. thinking... Wow. No, no. Hang on. <laughs> wow. Last time you were like, I think that you are not the person I've been the most in love with. This time, in the top three in terms of sex. Okay. What what I was specifically saying is the other day I was mentally cataloging the best specific instances of sex I've ever had. Okay. And like the sex you and I had are like the majority of the top five. Okay. Is it okay if, like, there's, like, a lot of our sex I cannot remember? I mean, we, we, we were together for three years. Also, I feel like I didn't really know what I was doing for, like, two years. Yeah. Because you were, you, were you were my first regular sexual partner. Yeah. So, first of all, I didn't know what I liked. And secondly, I didn't know what anyone liked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then there was also the point where you had... Like, you had a circumcision. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. So, when, when SJ and I first got together, I had a condition called phimosis. And yes, I will learn what a fucking speculum is by the end of this podcast. Um, <laughs> I had a condition called phimosis, which is... Uh, okay, listeners at home, put one hand up like a fist. This is how I always explain it. And then with your other hand, like, make a little little circle. And then try to fit your fist through that circle. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't even do what you were trying to explain. What did you okay, say? Put your, one hand up like a fist. One hand up like a fist. Yeah. And then take your, your pointer and your thumb and turn them into a circle. Pointer and thumb, turn it into a circle. Yeah, like you're doing yes. an okay sign. Oh, and then try and put your Then try to get your fist through that circle. circle. That circle That's was not... like was like my foreskin because uh, I was not circumcised as a child. And most of the time when you're circumcised, like that circle can expand to fit the whole head down. But yeah. mine couldn't. So it was just like constantly pushing against that. And I didn't know that was weird. And your like, dick was full of knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other medical anomaly. I was knuckles a dick full and of knuckles. fingernails. <laughs> just it was it was a bad time. This is why we weren't very good at sex. Um, so uh, I had to go have an adult circumcision, and that involves many months of recovery. And then I had severely reduced sensitivity, and as well as that, SJ SJ was with me through that whole experience, and she was my first regular sexual partner. So I just had no idea what the fuck with sex was for like. You got a circumcision. Like, you got a circumcision, like, after three months of us dating, I think. Less than two that. Months. It was, like, two months in, yeah. yeah. 
Because yeah. we, we started dating in like September-ish and I'd had it way before Christmas. I had it about a month and a half before Christmas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so as a result, like, first of all, you were my first sexual partner, so I didn't really know what was going on. Secondly, I had a new penis that I didn't really know how to work. Yeah, man, that was super hard for you. Yeah, it was, it was a rough time. Uh, and so, yeah, I think our sex for the first, like, year was pretty average. Like, you were good. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't really know what was happening. And then after, after a while, I started to get the hang of it. Also, I started seeing other people because, uh, as mentioned last podcast, you and I were polyamorous. And seeing other people just means you learn new things, like just different things. Yeah. And so, yeah, about probably about a year before we split up, I felt like I was, I'd, I'd gotten the hang of sex by then. Oh, I'm really glad. Didn't need you anymore. That's why we broke up. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you've got a, a, a reverse tongs in your in your vajayjay. Okay. So so speculum. Have you got what a speculum is? Yeah, got it. And how it op- how it works. Not yep. that we really need to go into that much detail. Anyway, the one thing I remember my mum telling me about that is that nowadays mostly speculums are made of plastic, but they used to be made of metal. Oh, I I was imagining them still being made of metal. No, generally they're made of plastic now, but they used to be right. made of metal. It's really, really cold, I imagine. I don't think yep. I've ever used. Anyway, um, that's what speculum is. But the original question was, what is a pap smear? Yep. <laughs> Which I still can't believe that you don't know what a pap smear is. I and assume it has something to do with... Uh, I want to say... Thrush che- was what you said before. Yeah, thrush or like checking for cancer. Is that a thing? Oh, bam. Ding, 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 Oh, ding. that's it? Yeah? Yeah. So, so... Why is it called a smear? You get a pap smear. You have to get them every... You have to get them every two years. Yeah. Um, more often if you have abnormal whatever. But you have to get a pap smear every two years. They use a speculum. They take some cells from your cervix. And they see if they're normal oh, or abnormal. Oh, so it's like an archaeological dig kind of thing. I would not go <laughs> that way with it. It's like a pap smear. It's yeah, but okay. So why is it called a smear? Oh, because they smear and get the the DNA on the cotton bud, like in in crime. Mm, yes. That's it. I think so. I don't know. Right. But that's that bit. But wait, wait. So you I, don't know? Wait on, wait on, wait on. I know a lot more than you do. <laughs> that's that, that that doesn't matter. You should know everything or nothing. That's the that's the binary. You <laughs> either know everything or you know nothing. I feel like it's also to do with HPV though, because HPV. Oh man, no, I don't know. HPV can like be a precursor to um, cervical cancer. Um, but last time I went to the doctor and had a pap smear, I had an abnormal something something. Right. Which I was like, what the fuck? But it turns out that's yeah. actually really common. That sounds scary. And I think it was like all I had to do was instead of waiting two years, I have to wait one year. Because right. the cells can develop over like 10 years. So you have yep. a pretty big window to kind of catch it. Uh, okay. For the most part, I yep. think. Like, you know, in a normal sort of way. But um I think that I just had I think that I just had thrush and that's why it came up abnormal at the time. So I had a skin cancer check the other day. Oh, did you? I need to do that. Well, yeah, I, 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 because I'm leaving Australia soon, I was sort of like, I should do all of the medical stuff because I can, you know, afford it in Australia and I can't really afford it in the US. Oh, and yeah, so I've never had a skin cancer check. And so I went in and they were like, hey, take off all your clothes. And I was like, I am good at this. Uh, one year before I broke up, with, broke up with SJ, I got good at this shit. And then... Went in, went in, went in. <laughs> and taking off your clothes? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's most of sex, isn't it? That's foreplay. 
Yeah. You take off yep. your clothes. You're like 70% done. Yeah, you know how like women, like there's that thing of like women take like 20 minutes to get aroused <laughs> and men take 10 minutes? All it is a matter of is just taking off your clothes very slowly. <laughs> if you take your clothes off over 20 minutes, the yeah, skin cancer doctor gets really mad at you. Yeah, to go. Good to go. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I took my clothes off and he, you know, he, he, have you done it? You haven't done it, have you? No, I haven't. So they get like a, like a camera on a stick. What? Like a, I'm trying to like, imagine a vacuum cleaner, but instead of suction, <laughs> it's got like a camera there. Okay. So it's just a tube. And so first of all, he just does a visual check and he's like left arm up and he checks you out and he's like right arm up, etc. Uh, and then if there's anything he's not sure about, he gets like a vacuum. He gets a tube basically and he puts it against your skin, but it's a tube with a camera in and it. And he takes a photo. Yeah. Well, it's not even a photo. It's like live on screen. I could see it. And so there was a, a, a mole in, the, in my tramp stamp area. He didn't call it that. That's not the official <laughs> medical term. And he was like, look, I'm, this is not alarming, but it's, normally I just get you to keep an eye on it. It's in a position where you can't keep an eye on it and you're obviously single, so I'm going to just remove it. Uh, he, he said, obviously you know, <laughs> single? He didn't say that. He knew I was moving overseas, and so he assumed I was single. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't trust women to, to look at moles. Um, Did you show him how flexible your neck is? No. Or like that you can use mirrors? I don't know. Maybe it was just after the money because it cost me 400 bucks. To get the... So you got one removed. Yeah, but I got it done there. Like he, he cut into my skin and took a mole out and now I have a, a patch on my tramp stamp and uh, no mole there. Is tramp stamp like... <laughs> is that like... I feel like I wouldn't use those words, but I'm like... Yeah, but you're much more politically correct than I am. I am. Like, I don't think of myself as apolitically correct. I just think you are, you know, on the spectrum, you are way more politically correct than I am. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't use the word prostitute, would you? No, I would use the word sex worker. Or the words. Right. And so I, I, I do use sex worker, but I sort of get annoyed that I have to. Wait on, what? You get annoyed that you have to use the word sex worker? Yeah, so so the the backstory of this is that people who work in the sex industry do not like the term prostitute. They think it's 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 sort of similar to whore or you know uh, what's another bad word. Uh. <laughs> anyway, they 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 consider prostitute to be a slur, and so within yeah. the sex industry, it, the term sex worker is used instead. And so I use the word sex worker. Like if I'm if I'm talking about people who have sex for money, I say sex worker. If I'm talking about people who do phone sex, I say sex worker. And I posted someone, I'm friends with a guy on Facebook who's a sex worker, and someone said the word prostitute in a comment on Facebook once. And he replied to them being like, hey, just to let you know, that's a really offensive term. And the person they replied to is, is super intelligent. They're a professor over in America. And she was like, I don't agree. And he was like, well, you don't get the degree because you're, you know, the dominant, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not a sex worker. Yeah, you're not a sex worker. You don't get the say. And, she's, and she was like, yeah, but on the other hand, Sex workers are such a tiny percent of the population. Like, first of all, the majority of people consider prostitute to be the politically correct term. Like, if, mm. if, you're, being, if you're being politically incorrect, you say whore. If you're being politically correct, you say prostitute. So if you look at language as, you know, intention, the intention of everyone who says prostitute is to be politically correct. And now you're saying, no, that's not far enough. You need to take it one step further, which she said was unreasonable and she's not going to do it. Uh, and secondly, the term prostitute is really specifically useful because it means someone who has sex work, uh, sorry, someone who has sex for money, whereas sex worker is anyone, like, some people could consider me a sex worker. 
Oh, because you... Because I ride erotica for a living. I could be... I'm, I'm sex worker adjacent, but you could reasonably call me a sex worker. Porn stars are sex workers. People who do call centers are sex workers. Prostitutes are sex workers. Like, what you're doing is you're taking a word that people are using with the best of intentions and replacing it with a less useful word. And she was like, I just think that's a fruitless exercise. Huh. And those are good points. Like, I still say sex worker because I have enough people who I know it would hurt the feelings of, but I sort of disagree with the movement to prevent everyone from saying prostitute and make sex worker the the politically correct term because, yeah, as it's, it's already a second step further than the way most people are willing to go. Like, How I Met Your Mother will call them whores. And if they said prostitute, that would be a step further, but people who work in the sex industry are saying, like, oh, you're not, that's not any better. So it discourages people from taking a step forward. I've got a little rant here anyway. You have gone on a rant here. I don't like this rant. You don't? No. What are your thoughts? Um. Like, I'm willing to be wrong. And like I said, I do say sex worker. I just, yeah, find it annoying. I just feel like it's really not that hard to say sex worker instead of prostitute. Right. And so I do say sex worker. Yeah. But the points against it are good points. They're not good enough to me, I think. <laughs> Do you have a rebuttal? You don't have to. I'm just curious. Um, I think it's just, yeah. Like, yeah, I can kind of understand what that person is saying about prostitute being a more exact term and that prostitute is the the like politically correct term if you think of it relative to the word whore. But, I, you know, I live in a particular world where, to me, prostitute sounds like whore to other people. Right. And so... Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes total sense, and I don't disagree. And that's why, considering the world that I live in, I do say sex worker. But if I was hanging out with, say, my, my grandma, I'd probably say prostitute. I don't know why I'm saying prostitute to my grandma. <laughs> Um, but I think it's also like it's also like how can the word be used, right? So sometimes prostitute is used as like a descriptive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like X Y Z was a prostitute is a prostitute, but sometimes, but it's also so easily used. At, like I like it is used easily used as a slur, without even any nasty. Adjectives. But that's not what a slur is. A slur is when you have ill intent. Isn't it? I don't even know, but I feel like <laughs> you can use prostitute with ill intent very easily. Right. Like the same, like you can't do like, you're such a filthy sex worker. You're nothing but a sex worker. Doesn't sound very disempowering. Right. Yeah. And so that that's, that's why the movement exists. Uh, and I... I guess I don't disagree with it. I just, I think it's a, f so my big thing is, is it helpful? And going onto Facebook and being like, hey, when you said prostitute, that's really offensive. I just don't think that's helpful because, you know, you're saying you live in a particular world. That's the 0.1% of the people in the world who know that sex worker is the politically correct term. And so you're fighting an uphill battle while there's five other uphill battles being fought. I just, yeah, I, I think it's a bit fruitless and I find it frustrating. I'm imagining the show notes for this episode, which is, you know, <laughs> Peter learns what a pap smear is and then calls sex workers prostitutes. 
Um, <laughs> like all the sh- show notes are just going to be about like stuff Peter learns that he should already <laughs> know or things Peter says that are really offensive. I don't think it's that offensive. No, no, no. That was just like, I was just like, you know, I was exaggerating. Yeah. Um, uh, you okay? Yeah. I'm just like, I mean, you know, I know, I know a lot of people who are sex workers. So yeah, me too. Me, it doesn't make any sense to use a different word, and like I, I think that the conversation about talking about language around that stuff actually serves to humanize the people who do that work. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the way that prostitute has been, that word has been used throughout history is very dehumanizing. And I think a conversation around what words we use is actually very humanizing. Calling someone a sex worker, like, I don't think that you can deny that it has a different ring to it. And I think that, you know, you know, I'm just really for people owning their own bodies and using them how they want to. And oh, yeah, I, no, so I, I am definitely for... No, I'm not saying that you are not. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just, I'm for... Just to be clear, I am very pro-sex work. Yeah, I'm I'm for, like, you know, sex workers get fucked over a lot. Yeah. Like, they, they do a difficult job and then everyone, you know, hates them for it. Yeah. At the same time, like, using their services. They, they get a lot of shit and, like, I think that doing anything is like to help them have more respect for what they do is a good thing. And I think those conversations about like, hey, actually, you know, generally people don't, you know, sex workers don't really like that term anymore, blah, 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 does humanize people who do that kind of work. Yeah. Like, and you can really, if like the specific thing, you can really easily be specific. Like a sex worker someone who is paid to have sex with patrons in a brothel or someone who is like paid to to like perform in pornography or someone who is paid to give like give like you know happy ending massages or you know yeah it's not that hard to be specific to yeah it's funny because i've been thinking about this a lot lately in terms of terms around mental illness mhm because, like, there's so many things that are just commonplace in... It, it's just really interesting when people would take offense to stuff. Right. Like, the word crazy, for instance. Crazy is used everywhere. That's so crazy. You're crazy. So, are you of the opinion so that... I actually use the word crazy yeah. in my own vernacular, but I I probably wouldn't write it down and I probably wouldn't say it in a public setting. (laughs) But at the same time, I think the line though is like, that's crazy is a thing, but being like, she's crazy. I feel like that's the line for me. Yeah, no, that's exactly the line for me. And I think that's for me, sex worker as well. Like I would never say you are a sex worker. I'm sorry. I would never say you are a prostitute um, or, or refer to a, person directly as a prostitute but if i said my friend went to a prostitute i feel like that's okay huh isn't that interesting Mm. that line 
I think I think you're correct. I think you made some really good points, and I'm going to reconsider my stance on Ben. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't think that that would happen, and I'm surprised that I said anything that made sense because I was mostly just afraid. Because I I'm not I'm not a I'm not a sex worker. I've never done sex work. Like I don't like I can't speak. Yeah. For sex workers. Right. So I don't know. I think, yeah, crazy, I'm the same way. If I said I had a really crazy day, I think that's fine. If I said that bitch is crazy, that's obviously not okay. But if I said, oh, yeah, no, you're, you're acting a little bit crazy lately, I think that's not okay as well. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. But at the same time, it's one of those things where people can self-identify. Yeah. Like, I think I, I have observed people who are, who do sex work, like, owning negative terminologies for sex right. work. Yeah. So I've I've seen that see I find that I find that unhelpful. <laughs> if you don't understand it, I can understand from the outside it might look confusing. But that's the same way as like people who are really into the mental health system calling themselves crazy. Yeah. It's it's interesting that kind of ownership over that language. It empowers them. I you know what? I don't I like I think that that works for sex workers, but I don't know that that I don't know that I feel that way about mental illness. And in fact, I've had I've had people in my life who like the butt of the joke is that I'm crazy. Yeah. And I've had to be like Have I ever done that? No, 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 okay. not you. I'm not that I remember anyway. Um <laughs> I'm sure you did at one point. Um <laughs> that it was probably a good joke. Right. It's it's when it's like a bad joke. It, yeah. The thing with empowering is that if if there's a word that's been used against you your whole life and you can it's the whole reclaiming thing. Like, if you can reclaim that word and use it for yourself, it gives you power, which is good. But on the other hand, it, like, to people on the outside, they're like, oh, I thought that was a word we can't say. And now we can say it, I guess. And so it's that awkward mix of confusing and empowering. Then again, though, I feel like most like most people on the outside who don't understand don't really see those conversations so much. Yeah. I think Facebook has made that less true. Also, like, Twitter and stuff. But yes. Yeah. yeah. So, are you going to get a pap smear? Yeah, I have to get a pap smear. That's going to be... Are you going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I used to get more self-conscious about, like, showing my vagina. (laughs) To a room full of strangers. Not a room full, but a room (laughs) full of one stranger. 28 doctors all being like, (laughs) what is happening down there? (laughs) I'm just like, it's all just hair and bits of ass. It's all good. (laughs) What is that from? (laughs) Dude... You said that to me. What? <laughs> you don't remember that? I I remember that being a quote. I do not remember the context. Please tell me the Next context. Time. Next time, I'll oh, tell Jesus you Christ. about the time that you said that. <laughs> okay, that's all from us. Uh, if you've enjoyed listening to podcast with my ex, uh, subscribe and should I do the spiel? It feels so commercial. What's this? I don't feel like I don't feel like this is good enough. To have a spiel. spiel. (laughs) I'm just going straight into marketing mode. Like, if you are listening to this, you probably have some idea of (laughs) who at least one of us is. Yeah. So tell your friends. Yeah. Maybe or don't. If you didn't like it, don't tell people. And then Uh, I'd be okay with them telling people. I just watched Dave Gorman's Google Like Adventure, which is amazing. And at the very end, he says, uh, if you like the show, tell your friends. If you didn't like the show, tell your friends. I think word of mouth is important and it should be honest. Either way. Anyway, that's all from us. Thank you for listening to me learning about pap smear and being offensive to sex workers. And Sarah Jane was there too. <laughs>
I was there.